0: Contract Properties is a homegrown, family-owned maintenance company located in Nashville. They provide HVAC, electrical, plumbing, painting, and many other services for commercial and residential properties. From build-outs to junk removal, one call does it all. Whether you're a homeowner or a property manager, give Contract Properties a call today for a free estimate. 615-356-0755. That's
1: 615-356-0755. Or visit ContractProperties.net. This is the Midday 180.
2: Delivered by Edley's Barbecue.
3: With Jonathan Hutton, Chad Withrow, and Paul Kuharski. in on 104.5 The Zone.
0: Today, live from Blackbird Studio, from Studio C, their premier Dolby Atmos mix room. This is Nashville's premier recording studio, where the legends make records. World-class tracking, overdub, mixed studios, right here at Blackbird Studio. John McBride, Alan Ditto, our wonderful host today. Uh, big thanks to, to everybody uh, for, for making the show happen here. John and Martina own Blackbird Studio and the Blackbird Academy, the professional school of audio, consistently ranked in the top five audio engineering schools. For details on all that Blackbird Studio offers, including rentals, Visit blackbirdstudio.com, blackbirdstudio.com, and it just keeps getting better. It started earlier this morning with the Kirby Allen Kirby bobblehead, and as we begin the final hour, the fourth hour, we're not leaving, and neither is Kirby Allen Kirby because uh, 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 Edley's was just delivered uh, here to Blackbird. It's almost um, time to feast. And
3: what did I do? Well, I did what I told you I'd do. I binged. On the cookies, you thought I was slow to the cookies. I mean, you now,
0: are. You were slow to the cookies. I was
3: slow to them, but when I got there, I probably knocked off eight, and that's on top <laughs> of the two donuts. <laughs> two donuts, eight cookies. And I, am Paul, I hungry for least right now?
4: You will be. Not, I, not I, I will be. am someone who can eat real food, food with anyone. I've never seen. I told everyone in this room when you took four more cookies back to the the Zoom conference. I've never seen anyone with an ability to eat more sweets than you
3: it's truly impressive even though i embarrassed myself on the hershey bar challenge with david reed but you, can, I can you can double digit cookie
4: sweets. every time if there's cookies around
3: you go it's double digit a cookies it's an all or nothing thing
0: martina mcbride made us cookies today
3: it's outstanding thank you very it's much it's the pinnacle of our career
4: let's face it this it's
3: not going to so get I'm, much better than this
0: unreal she even she even sent to go cookies i mean on somebody, top of the
3: platter if somebody wants to try to top that out there we welcome your efforts
4: yeah, uh, may I may I hop in? You guys sure. have been topped. Um, the chairman of the board has had cookies made for him by. You guys know?
0: No. Hang no. on, let's guess. Uh, Give us a uh, multiple choice. Taylor Swift. Multiple choice, please.
4: Uh, Taylor Swift. That's a good one, Chad. Um, Taylor, Swift,
0: so it's not Brad, Taylor Swift. Brad Paisley. Okay.
4: Or Kenny Chesney.
3: Yeah, none of those. Whoa. Impressed.
0: Curry's going to go Brad
4: Paisley. Brad Paisley seems like the type that would make cookies over Kenny Chesney, although I wouldn't guess either of them would do that.
3: I mean, they have cookbooks.
4: I don't think it's Taylor
0: Swift because David Reed hates Taylor Swift. So I'm eliminating that. some
3: personal interaction.
0: Um, But that doesn't mean he hates Taylor with. I'm going to go with uh, Kenny Chesney. Uh, Very random there, but I'm going to stick with Chesney who would – is somehow related to Kirby Allen Kirby, believe it or not.
3: only person I care about on that list is Taylor, and she didn't make you cookies. And the other ones haven't had a I'm going with studios, the so
0: I'm going with the Kirby family member, Kenny Chesney, final answer.
3: The answer is
4: Taylor Swift. I oh. guessed it. <laughs> I guessed it. <laughs> had you heard that That's before? Impressive. By the way, Martina McBride greater than Taylor Swift. I'll say it. I'll say it. Oh, absolutely. I'll say it right here on the record. I would rather listen to Martina McBride than Taylor Swift.
3: I have a a little this is bit. It's probably controversial her. in some circles. No. I have, a, I have a little bit of a confession.
4: You love Taylor Swift.
3: Well, uh, I, I mean I don't outright love her but I, I, I like her. Um but last night you know, I've been finishing and then watching mindless TV too early and last night I finally got back to my my game that I play online where I get penalized when I fall asleep. Boom Beach. No, no.
1: <laughs> uh, That's the only game we know it's of. It's called
3: Take Five. It's called Six Nimmit Overseas, where it's popular. I, I play with... Uh, last where these bollocks were made. Paul, yeah. every... No, no, the other side. Oh, the other side. Last night I was playing the with a away. bunch of, of French. <laughs> I was playing with a bunch of French. They, the, 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 the chat room was all in French, beyond my understanding. But I was playing, and instead of putting on Mindless TV, I was on Spotify, and lo and behold, I played the new Taylor Swift album. How is it? Some of it, I I want to like an album top to bottom. And I didn't like it top to bottom. The good stuff was very good.
0: What's the What's the one phrase song that it's bound to be on this album that's very catchy? What's the "Look What You Made Me Do" yeah. itself? The the one yeah. that she just repeats the same line over and over.
3: They're, it's not as as rocky as that. Obviously, these are more folksy. I I'll have to go look. This at is her it second album this year. The, yeah. Well, she kept going like she finished the oh, album and she just like, felt like she wasn't done and so she kept going. They're very funny. You know the the cover of it is her like from the waist up. A uh, uh, shot of her back with her braided hair down the back. Yeah, and so there's been a redo of this cover with Derek Henry.
0: And what, has Henry <laughs> been asked about this?
3: That, no, it would have been a good question. Actually,
0: you guys were too busy debating his nickname in the chat to ask him a question I, today. I, apparently,
3: I would not I wasn't a part of that.
0: Uh, yes, you were. Did I, did I saw say? it. <laughs> Buck tweeted out the chat. What did I say?
3: I did. I, I uh, you it. wrote it. You know what you. I, I, don't, don't, I, I have don't have to look it what up. I said. <laughs> You, all, and, you think, and all of them were all chatting day, about Henry. I don't think all day. Listen, when you're talking to boring stuff, you do have a chat. All day well, is Well, you a
0: missed great the show to go listen to boring stuff and chat with all Buck day, Rising and, and TD.
3: All day is not an all-time great nickname for Adrian Peterson. Do you think that's an all-time great nickname? That's sweetness, a pretty good nickname. Sweetness is a great, that's great nickname for a running back. That's great. Beast Mode is all a good day, nickname. All day, no, not not great. All day does not strike me as an all-time well,
0: great What, what are the other ones?
3: I can't remember what else came up in there, Um,
0: and so you're you're putting King Henry with the. Oh, I
3: said no. I said has it wasn't King Henry? They were rating it high, and I said, didn't 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 people call Travis Henry King Henry? How great could he? No, they called him Father Henry. Well, I understand that
4: the patriarch.
3: But didn't they <laughs> call? Criminal? Didn't they call Travis Henry one. before all this? Is he he's was still going. in prison?
4: Inmate inmate four seven three B, I think is what he's called now.
3: But he had I think he's out of he had now. a good stretch here, and I think he was called King Henry during some of that.
4: So if you're, you're reusing
3: I the don't,
0: nickname, I don't remember that at all.
3: I think King
4: Henry's a bad nickname because it's just an easy placement. If someone named Henry, you just put King on the front of it. You could do that with anyone.
0: Yeah, yeah you, but but have you have to live up, up to anything. the. You have to live well, he up, lives to, up it. to it. LeBron it James is calling him King. He owns the name.
3: No, I don't disagree with that. But I, like Chad saying, "There's you didn't have to work very hard to come up with something there. It's an easy nickname. It's a good nickname. But it's I like an easy I like
4: nickname. the answer for Allen Iverson. That's great. A, that's, that's a, good a nickname. really good nickname. Really good
0: nickname. King James is perfect based on the King James right. version of the Bible. I mean, that's that's a no. And he was being called that prior to him being <laughs> on
4: ESPN. <laughs> in high school um that's a very good nickname. the first time the ball tipped for st vincent st mary he was being called king james
3: who yeah you're right um travis henry was cheese but that was before from government cheese that's a good nickname that too. was from
4: college yeah mm-hmm. i remember chanting cheese when i was at tennessee games as a student when travis henry was getting carries
3: now uh, look what i'm on here after the the uh um Taylor Swift album finished, it took me to uh Haley Steinfeld, which I wasn't that into. It just kicks you into another album. I think it should kick you into another Taylor Swift album at least.
4: Well they want you to diversify.
0: They want they want to get you to diversify
3: at my own choosing, thank you.
0: So I've often thought, do you think Haley Steinfeld or not her, but her her label pays them To be next? To be next in line? Is there a battle? Is there a financial battle I, it to get might next be in line on alg- an album
4: like that? an algorithmic thing. I think it would uh, be an algorithmic thing. I think it's more of a global algorithm that yeah, puts but there's, like artists in there. There's, like, bonuses, pay to be in the algorithm. there's bonuses and
0: bragging rights. to have so many downloads on iTunes and Apple products. Yeah. And if you're next in line, you're getting that listen over someone else.
4: Well, it's, it's how the billboard charts now. They'll, they'll, they'll use all of those factors. Spotify listens,
3: people streaming you. I mean, yeah, you know. that's a big part. of I it. will say of the Taylor Swift song, there's one featuring Haim, H A I M. Haim. Haim, I don't know what the hell that is. Haim. I, I, it does bother me that every song somebody Haim
4: does, is a Swedish uh, pop duo. I think.
3: I, I don't know how you guys feel about this. And no, I know. I know I'm a, he says
4: no, or he's just shaking his head.
3: <laughs> I'm. am a, I'm a grumpy, Haim is not recorded
4: here at Blackbird. So I'm, I'm a hearing. grumpy old
3: man on this, but every song features somebody else. I'd like to hear you. All every collaboration. Every song features somebody else. But she does a um, a song called "No Body, No Crime," which is kind of like an old "No Woman, No Cry," like Bob Marley. No, I not on like that. that at all. I hate reggae. Uh, but it's like a I'm, I'm ca- saying it's a play on that th- title. It's right? a funny song about like uh, you know uh, hiding hiding the body after after a murder that I thought was pretty catchy. Now there's another song featuring the National, a band I like that I don't like, Coney Island.
4: Haim is uh, from LA actually. They're not Swedish. Um, <laughs> You're just making
3: up stuff. Yeah, it is it is a, it Chad, is uh, a girl a it is
4: an all girl band. Tell it's a it three is. girl band, yeah. Okay. Well, let's
3: give you a band name and you'll make up their backstory. That's a fun segment.
4: Well, I'll tell you who I confused them with. Uh, <laughs> oh,
3: they take after ABBA. Yeah.
4: No, I did actually there's a a, a group called Iconopop that I was thinking of that's similar to Haim in their sound and they're a Swedish girl group. Are they good? I just, I just yeah. silenced the
0: entire no, room.
3: No, I, I mean, you say Swedish girl group, and everybody's imagination Paul, what goes what he's really running. doing,
0: he's giving us a glimpse into the drive to Nebraska <laughs> right now. Yeah.
3: Oh. The playlist, that's right. Will you guys listen to some sort of podcast? Is there a middle ground between you and Angela where you listen to uh, a, a podcast? That she will listen to, to. Like the, a nice murder.
4: No, yeah. well, we listened to Serial one year, the entire, the entire uh, was drive. Was she in? On. She was all in on that. Uh, we she will listen to uh, the right Howard Stern interview. Yeah, if it's a subject out, she's that she's There's okay one.
3: with Elton John, I recommend it. George Clooney. Standing. She'll listen
4: yeah. to George Clooney on Howard that. Stern. Elton John
3: was excellent.
4: I, I don't I, she has zero interest in Elton John. But she'll listen to George Clooney.
0: The the George Clooney interview is a must listen.
4: I haven't gotten there yet. Fantastic.
0: Six one five seven three seven one oh four five or number. A lot to get to coming up. John McBride will join us. Can we eat now? We saw, yeah, we're about to eat at All least. Right, good. I want to talk about
4: Tom Rinaldi leaving. Tom Rinaldi
0: leaving. We've got uh, Uh, college football playoff rankings.
4: Tennessee versus Auburn as a college football job. Plenty to get into. Midday 180 delivered by Edley's Barbecue on 104.5 The Zone.
0: (laughs) Midday 180 delivered by Edley's Barbecue. And Blackbird Studio has delivered Edley's to us.
3: Smells delicious. Pulled pork
0: platter right in front of me with slaw, and I've got, uh,
3: and I've got He's some pickles. It very oh, delicious. I
0: can't wait. Yes.
3: Now, did we get JT's cookie story? We went right into my review of Taylor Swift and my emotional oh, yeah. evening of listening to her music while I played Six Nimit. JT, uh, what was the occasion for which she baked for you? Uh, not for me, for David Reed. Um,
4: for the chairman of the board. So we'll have to ask whenever he returns. This was for David Reed. Did so, you eat some of the cookies? This was mm, back when you ate. No, I didn't. I, I don't think I You think David Reed's
3: going to allow anyone to eat any chocolate chip cookies? Other than Somebody, himself? He's a generous. He's a hungry yeah, man, but he's a with, generous man. No, Not with cookies. He's not.
0: So uh, Martina McBride was so generous to make us cookies today as we broadcast live from Blackbird Studio. Um I, I don't know if she'll be surprised that there are some left. Well, these as, guys
3: are not pulling their weight with the cookies. I've I had eight
4: cookies. <laughs> I've, had, I've had two. Hutton's had one. You've had eight. Eight. We've devoured 11 cookies so far. John and Martina join us it. live on the
0: show. Thank you, Martina. These are delicious.
2: Thank you. I'm glad you guys enjoyed
0: them. So you, you really made these. I did. And you, you brought us to-go cookies as well. Yeah,
2: I thought it would be nice if guys could
0: take them home. I may be shoveling some of those
3: into
2: the, can, the Yeah, show. take them all.
0: <laughs> How often do you come down here and hang in the studio?
2: Usually just when I'm working. So, you know. Um, so
0: you view this as work. I and do. And this is John's hobby, it right? It is. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, he works too, but. Of course, yeah. <laughs> he works on my records and other people's records as well. But it's a fun place, you know. There's just so much creative energy here. And um, that's why I think artists really love it. And they have so many tools that they're disposal with all the equipment and the great mics and stuff, so that's why I love
4: working here. See, now you look at this room, and you can see all the possibilities of all the great songs and music that can be created here. And we're so dumb, we look at this room and think, can we watch NFL Sunday tickets (laughs) with the surround sound in this room? That's what we were
1: asking God about.
3: Wow, that's a lot of wood. Which we,
1: yeah.
3: (laughs) Look at all the wood in this room also.
1: (laughs) I think Martina looks at this room and goes, how much did we spend? (laughs) (laughs) How's the return on investment then
2: <laughs> yeah no I slow it, it, yeah. <laughs> i am um, yeah i've made I made my Christmas record in here, gosh probably three or four records we've worked you know I work in kind of all the studios but yeah. this one's a lot of fun
0: the the real investment has been with the academy, which is a really cool concept john um and we were we were talking before we went on air today in like eight thirty this morning about the hands-on experience that you can get as a as an intern anywhere you go, but as a as a, a student, getting the hands-on experience here is invaluable. That is especially in Nashville, Tennessee, <laughs> as a as a engineer, an audio engineer.
2: Yeah, well, it's true. You know, like John was saying earlier, it's because um, I was listening to you guys. I've been listening all afternoon. <laughs> nice, but um, yeah, it, it's like just getting your hands on this this kind of gear and learning and learning analog recording as well as digital recording you know, is, is so valuable. And when, when the students leave here, I feel like they can work in any studio for any artist in the world.
0: How do you apply, John? If someone's listening right now, you just go to the website, blackbirdstudio.com, and or there's information. Okay, that's yes. easy, too. Either way, you'll find a link to Blackbird Academy through both. Yep. Martina, do you know your record um, as the national anthem performer across the NFL?
1: I don't. John keeps John does. 32 and <laughs> 6. Ah. for the home team that's incredible and I, I bet extra heavy on the home team when she does the <laughs>
3: how often do you wear the jersey of the home team when you
1: perform what what's the wardrobe choosing
2: you know i, I don't remember that do I, you, I just am shocked i've sang the anthem 40 times
4: i feel like you just have to make sure you don't wear the other team's colors
2: yeah like as long good. as you go
4: <laughs> neutral or with the home team you're just fine i just got a text from my wife who wanted me to let you know by the way that we will be listening to your white christmas album the entire oh. drive to Nebraska.
3: Well, they'll okay. be listening uh, to every Christmas uh, album ever made um, on their uh, drive to Nebraska.
4: I am curious, though, this time of year, when you've got a successful Christmas album like you have, that, that people on Twitter are already hitting us up, love Martinez Christmas album. Is it every year you start to see Spotify listens go up, downloads go up? Is it an annual recurrence it, of that yeah. album being popular?
2: It is. You know, they say Christmas albums, if, they're, if people really like them are an Evergreen, they just keep, keep you know, returning every year. And actually I actually have two Christmas albums. So I have the one that I made back in 1990-something. I don't even remember. White Christmas. And then we just did one a couple of years ago called It's the Holiday Season. It's more of a big band, kind of Frank Sinatra, big swing, swing band kind of style.
3: So. And do you record those, of course, in uh, May?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a little hard July. to get the Christmas spirit, but yeah.
0: Christmas in July. That's right. Yeah. Well, the, the the Christmas albums, Chad. You can't go wrong driving to the the snow of Nebraska listening to Martina McBride.
4: Well, it's such a great business play for for a, a successful artist like yourself, especially I feel like like you said it's evergreen. Yeah. You've got two of them now and they're constantly in rotation. Every year. You can't say that about a lot of different albums, right? Mm, right. I don't know if every 4th of July Independence Day skyrockets also. <laughs> I'm sure that helps. Yeah. Any other holiday albums? Is there going to be an Easter album coming up? Well,
2: I have a song called Valentine.
4: Okay. So that's good.
2: I've I'm, you know, I'm slowly but surely covering them all.
4: Can I interest yeah. you in a Labor Day yeah. album also? <laughs> Ar- Let's just get the whole Arbor year covered. Labor Day. We've Ar- day. Arbor Flag day, yeah. day is next. Yeah. That's, that's the next one. That's
0: right. Uh, so thank you for hosting us out here. This has been a, a real blast. We, we were discussing, and, and I'm curious to get your thoughts, when will we see tours pick back up? Are we going to see summer tours crank up like no other?
2: I'm hoping so. You know, the fact that we can do most of them outside is really yeah. helpful. And I think it's just going to be a little bit of a time some time for everybody to figure out logistically how it's going to work. You know, it's been, I tell you, the music industry has been hit so hard Um Uh, You know, my band, my crew, truck drivers, bus drivers, sound companies, um, you know, everybody has just been um, hit so hard. I mean, their livelihood just went away like that. So it's been tough. And I I feel like we're all not only um, monetarily, but emotionally, you know, it's tough for us not to get out and and travel and and sing our music and connect with the fans. So I'm really, really hopeful that 2021 brings it back.
0: We were talking with Alan. I mean, you guys have a, a family uh, uh, with everybody that goes on tour with you. And he was saying he remembers the, the moment where you called everybody on your bus and were like, hey, we're, we can't do it tonight. Yeah. And they, they shipped all the equipment east and thought it would be there for about a month. Yeah. And it's still sitting there exactly where they left it. That's crazy.
2: Yeah, I know. It is crazy. I mean, we'd, we all thought this would be a couple, three months, right? Yeah. And now it's, it's closing in on almost a year. So it's, it's, it's you know, it's interesting. This, this is unprecedented in our lifetime, and we're all experiencing it together, mm-hmm. which I just think is so fascinating as a social experiment. You know, the whole world is kind of celebrating, not celebrating, experiencing the same thing together at the same time. So, um, but yeah, I don't know if Alan told you, but we were kicking off our tour. And we were on the first night of our oh, tour. Oh, it was the first night? First night of our, tour, our spring tour. And um, everything was kind of starting to, you know, hit the fan, basically. Yeah, yeah. And I, I called my tour manager and John and Alan. We were all on the bus trying to decide whether or not to do the show. It was in Pennsylvania. And then slowly but surely, like, we started getting calls. You know, the governor of Pennsylvania is recommending no large gatherings, um, you know, Live Nation AEG just canceled their tour, so and so canceled their show for tomorrow night. It's like, oh my gosh. Well, you know, cuz you at that point you have to really consider the fans and their safety. And um it was a hard, so I went, actually the band was on stage doing sound check and I had to go in and say all that rehearsal that we did and all the planning that we did for this tour, unfortunately we're not going to get to do the show, but we'll be back in a couple of months. Yeah, it was definitely we, we thought it would, you know, go much faster than
4: when what it has. when you're a performer an entertainer like that and you're forced to sort of be an introvert and go back inside does it force you immediately to the studio into an artistic space or does it force you into a bit of a depression before wanting to get back into the studio and start recording music writing whatever it mm-hmm. is your process is when that happens
2: uh, I think it's a bit of both you know I think the thing with this pandemic is you have your good up days and and not-so-up days, but for us, it's it was hard to record anything because we couldn't have more than a few... We, well, it, the studio was closed, and um, then when it did open up, it was you couldn't have more than five or ten people in a room together. So it was tough. I, I actually did do a recording, though. I went out... Before the shutdown, I went out to L.A. to do a show called Songland on NBC, which is a show that really mentors up-and-coming songwriters. And so I was able to... Um, listen to four songs from these young songwriters and choose one. And, um, I got back to Nashville and I'd chosen this producer, Nathan Chapman, who's just brilliant. And, um, I went over to him and played the song for him, then got back home and immediately everything shut down. Well, we had a deadline and we really wanted to get this song done. It's a song called girls like me. And luckily he was able to play every instrument at his Mm. home studio. And I was able to come down here, blackbird, even though we were closed, it was just, uh, um, I was able to come in with just with Alan and record the song, the vocals on the song. So we were actually able to put out music. Yeah. And and now I, I do find, to answer your question, though, it, it affects everybody differently, I think.
3: D- did you write or are you writing? Yeah,
2: I am here and there. You know, it's just just trying to trying to write about something other than this you yeah. know what i mean i feel like we're gonna have a lot of songs about this experience in
3: the next. are you uh, a structured typewriter where you you have like hours or stuff or do you just the moment hits you or an idea hits yeah. you and you
2: to be really honest with you it's work for me it's I, I have to be really disciplined about it and i'm i don't write nearly as much as i should um because it's can be so boring <laughs> and so mundane, you know, when you're sitting in a room with a couple of writers and nothing is coming and, and you're tossing out ideas. But then when it hits, like when you when you get on a roll of an idea and you all of a sudden at the end of three hours you have a song, it's amazing.
0: Martina McBride with us along with her husband John. So this is a, a, a great uh, show moment for us in a room with Martina and John McBride. I, I'm curious.
1: I know I make all the difference.
0: You do. Hey, it, both of <laughs> you, uh, like, the, the stories I'm sure you both can tell are, are many. And and I, I'm curious, like, when's, when's the last moment you were sitting in a room with someone you thought, I can't believe I'm in the same room with this person? Like, when did it hit you, like, I'm in the same realm of conversation with yeah, so-and-so? that
2: happens all the time. You know, I mean, it's happened to, for me, and John, Can you can say you're people too, but for me, it's like Chris Christopherson, I couldn't, uh, you know, Alan Jackson, Reba. Um, Do you remember
0: where you were the first time you met them?
2: Yeah, probably backstage in an award show or something, yeah. you know, like that. That's where, we, you know, when you first start out, you kind of meekly wander the halls. <laughs> and, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's all, it's all still special, you know, I mean, I met John Fogarty, cool. um, who I grew up, Seger. yeah, Bob Seger. All yeah, John remembers all I'm mean, yeah. I'm kind with like Don Henley. Yeah. Yeah, I got to sing with Don Henley. It's like well, I got to sing with an eagle.
0: What? Well, uh, now a lot of them are coming to your studio to record.
2: That's right. That's right.
0: I mean, it's full circle.
2: I know. It's cool. It's very cool.
0: They just text you and say, hey, we need some time, or how do they call? I remember call... one
1: day I'm in the A room, which yeah. is another room in the other building, and, and um, John Fogarty and I are talking about internet lyrics and how screwed up they generally are. And then Bob Seeger walks in because he was doing a duet with John on this record John was working on. And then we all three were talking about it. And I thought, where's the camera when I'm sitting here talking to two people I grew up on? Yes. You know, it was just kind of surreal. Really. So
3: internet lyrics don't match up to the real thing?
1: There are a lot of mistakes, I'll put it that way. Even though everything on the internet's true, you have to really, you know, you have to have to not fall to the to the lyric. So, are your
3: lyrics accurate? He makes sure that you're. Most of them are, are, yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Martina, if you were to write a song right now, would everyone in this room get a writer's credit?
1: (laughs) Third third for a word. Like
0: Kirby Allen Kirby would be listed on your album?
1: Sure. Why not? (laughs) Oh, he's
4: claiming for a second time. I'm sure Kirby's probably got some ideas over there he wants to bounce off of you when we're done. So,
0: we can't get that right. So, you should go out that door. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, thank you so much uh, for, for hosting us and allowing John and, and Alan and the great crew here. Everybody has been exceptional Amazing. today. Well, it's they been,
2: actually allowed me to come in today. So. Oh,
0: that's not true.
3: Yeah. Well, it's that's been a true. real treat for us. We appreciate it. It's very been much. cool.
0: Yeah, And by the way, John did mention, he's like, hey, you know, what if um, what if midday 180 were just here? And I'm like, you're going to regret saying that.
3: <laughs> oh. Yeah, <laughs> Any day that you don't have something going on here, you can have something going on here.
4: Yeah, we'll show up.
3: Well, All we'd love you to have
0: or the next time you're, you're um, you know, performing either at the arena or at mm-hmm. the amphitheater, have us out. We'd love to do oh, ba- a backstage show oh, prior the to the show. check
3: at Ryman. We're done. inviting
0: ourselves here. Yeah. But it's
3: done. It's if we're a sports deal.
0: show that wants to
1: broadcast live. We the...
3: travel, too. We're not afraid to get on airplanes. <laughs> we'll fly southwest. We'll come on your plane. <laughs> Whatever's most convenient for you.
1: We'll just add a bus to the tour, you there, guys. There you go. Come on. There we're, you I, go. I, we'll I'm do not, the
4: show from the bus every day. There we'll promote go. the tour.
0: Oh, there you
2: go. There you go. Just travel with us everywhere. Yeah. I now Love know it. you like cookies, so we're
4: Yeah, who does? Yes. Cookies. We like and, these cookies. <laughs> Paul, okay. Paul, okay. Not all <laughs> cookies, but we definitely like these how cookies. How many have you had, Paul?
3: Eight. Yes. Plus two donuts. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I, how do you think I maintain this figure?
0: Martina McBride has <laughs> been our guest. Alan. <laughs> Do you want to bring the guys the surprise gift while we're live on air? Um,
3: Man, you got it done with the gift. Well, no, I, mean, I did, this was
0: totally them. But I, I, I got here first, and they showed me this. I said, hey, hold this for the final hour when we have John. I didn't know Martina would be here. Uh, but apparently uh, she she double-checked to uh, to make sure Kirby Allen Kirby actually – Goes by Kirby Allen Kirby on this. Oh the see spell. Kirby shouldn't get one. So either. check out the the, the we're getting Martina's cookbook here.
2: And the cookie recipes in there.
0: Oh, and the recipe's sweet. in here. Now now flip through and look who it's addressed to.
3: Yeah, that's terrific. Let's not talk of it out loud so that it could be wrapped and uh, <laughs> and given. I, I went really far out of my way to See, get this.
4: See, I know my wife is listening right now, so I cannot pull that where I just wrap this up. This will sure, be handed to her. I'm
3: pretty sure mine's tonight. not listening, and, boy, she doesn't know the effort I went to to get this.
4: <laughs> this is fantastic. Thank,
3: Thank you very so no much. You're awesome. welcome. you on. no welcome. Only Martinez. downside oh, is I, that can't
0: you it, Kirby. I can't say it. Never mind. Thank you so much. Very, oh, very. You so, good.
3: You're
2: so welcome.
0: Yeah. Martina McBride, John, you're the best.
1: Oh, we have the greatest time. We're honored you guys came in. We love it. Yeah.
0: We wrap up the show coming up midday 180 delivered by Edley's Barbecue on 104.5 The Zone. Midday 180 delivered by Edley's Barbecue. How cool is this day, Ben?
4: Terrific. Amazing, one of the top goes on the broadcast of our show's history. Goes on the ledger. Goes in the Hall of Fame immediately.
3: You, you know who's got fewer top broadcasts in their history ahead? Uh, ESPN letting Tom Rinaldi go to Fox. Um, I I wonder if there's a loophole for the for the Masters there in any way, shape, or form. The Masters but,
0: creates for, their own rules. Yep. CBS. If you want to carry their broadcasts, you, <laughs> you go got, by their you rules. You
3: missed them at the Masters. Um, you know, as a friend of mine, I'm, it's not like I'm in any regular touch, went to school with him. We hung out with him for a little bit, uh, yeah. on our, our first cool trip dude. to Augusta and he talked us through the course and we had a, a good conversation with him before broadcast. I mean, the guy in many ways is, he's one of the top five faces at ESPN. His pieces, yeah. his voiceovers and his writing are, are extraordinary. He's the guy that makes everybody cry.
4: He's his own subculture of jokes yes. about a Tom Menaldi piece.
3: Um, but think about journalistically what they've let go. Bob Lee left, and and presumably over the NFL, complaining about hard reporting about the NFL, um, and and now Rinaldi, um, and also Trey Wingo. Uh, you know who who to me is a, a legit guy. Those are three legit guys, and you're paying Katie Nolan, and you're paying uh, you, you know Stephen A. Um, I just don't know particularly what, uh, why they're making the decisions that they're making. Um, you know, and how many guys are left that you really want to hear what they have to say? Van, I, Van Pelt is one of those guys. But I know why fewer, they pay Stephen A. Because
4: he moves the needle. Yeah. I get that. I don't, it's not my cup of tea, but right. he's popular and successful. Some of the other ones, Paul, I'm with you. Trey Wingo, Bob Lee, Tom Rinaldi.
3: That's, that's talent that's that, a that you keep. That's trifecta right there. And I mean, I understand Fox has big events, but Ronaldo's also a big piece of like the Sunday morning sports center thing that to me isn't easily replaced. And Fox doesn't have the same venue to put him in on that. So I feel like I'm not going to hear Rinaldi now. I'm not going to see Rinaldi in the same way. So that's disappointing.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, what what's ESPN going for? I, they're not going for the hard news segments anymore. That's what they're telling you by the the list of guys you just listed off that are no longer with the company.
3: And also, people are comfortable with Rinaldi. Tiger Woods talked to Rinaldi first yeah, yeah. after the mailbox incident, right? So I he's so, still yeah. going to talk to Rinaldi, and that's not going to be on ESPN. So well, ESPN still, doesn't want Tiger Woods no, first anymore?
0: No, Scott Van Pelt can get him just as much. I mean, uh, yeah. they have a great relationship. So,
3: But you know what I'm saying. There are a lot of people who are comfortable talking to ronaldi and they're not going to say oh he's not with espn anymore so i'm going to talk to espn instead no they're going to talk to fox
4: Mm. sometimes i think those are more network relationships and now i'm going to go to the top guy at the network that i'm friends with
3: i think some of them are i see ronaldi and i know ronaldi and i'm comfortable with ronaldi hypothetically
0: though if you go to fox where are they going to put you
3: well it gets seen. I agree with you. Fox there's, Force One. There's not the platform, but the the thing mass is,
0: singer on Fox. Like, where are they going to no, put? You?
3: I, I agree <laughs> with that. But the fact of the matter is, and we know which direction this he- is heading. We've had a lot of conversations. Tucker about Carlson. This. It's, yeah. it's going to be cut up on Twitter and Facebook sure. and all of these places. And it does. It, ultimately, it's not going to matter that there's no television platform if Fox does it right.
0: But for the sit down interview, yeah, that's ESPN. That's that's the the hard hitting sports interview. Or
3: Fox has to re evolve, and they've done it time and time again. They change who they are yeah. constantly. And if you have Tom, it's Errol interesting. The, you, you ought to change. You ought how to about, give him an interview, show.
0: How about the TV deal for the NFL that they're currently negotiating the details with? That
3: the, the numbers the, are crazy, but everybody's going to keep the same thing. It sounds like pretty much, and they're going to. Well, here I'm comes surprised Amazon. the numbers are the same when it sounds like ESPN slash ABC are getting into Super Bowl rotation. But here comes so Jeff me, Bezos. For me, CBS yep. and NBC and Fox should pay a little less if they get a Super Bowl every fourth year instead of every third year.
0: It's going to be a 10-year deal. Reports are that it's going to be $100 billion in total value. <laughs> um, ESPN, ABC, as Paul mentioned, keeps Monday Night Football. They're also in the Super Bowl rotation. So ESPN gets their Super Bowl within this. And then CBS, Fox, and NBC keep their Sunday package. NBC keeps Sunday night football. Amazon now comes in for the Thursday night football exclusivity based on the way it's been reported right now.
3: Is it, in fact, exclusive? Because the thing about Thursday night... Well, if they're going to pay a premium
4: dollar, it's going to be exclusive.
0: Well,
3: the thing about thursday night that consistently is devalued thursday night is the nfl network part of thursday night that you're sharing it
4: they the
3: way it's worded it, in i don't the care report. That it's on amazon because i got nfl Network.
0: it's worded as amazon is the front runner to land thursday night football i don't think you word it like that if it's not exclusive
3: right but what you're doing is you're 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 trading off right so you get huge money from amazon but you're devaluing your own network which now has no exclusive yeah, but, or not not even no exclusive football no football, no live. You don't have any of your own product live.
4: A couple quick things. This has been a slam show. It's been fantastic. Fun. One of the shows where we could not get to near the amount of things we needed to get to.
3: A couple of quick points that, that we Everything. need to
4: hit tomorrow. One, Cincinnati and Coastal Carolina and those schools have no shot at the college football playoff. And I'm going to tell you why tomorrow. They don't have a shot if there's an 18 playoff. I'll tell you right now. They're seventh right now or eighth. Cincinnati's eighth. If Oklahoma were to beat Iowa State, Oklahoma's jumping in there. I don't think they have a chance with eight teams. We're going to hit on that tomorrow. The other one, Tennessee versus Auburn as a college football job in that argument, there are people that react strongly to this one way or the other. Auburn is absolutely the better job than Tennessee. Tennessee's absolutely the better job than Auburn. They're very close. I don't understand why people react so passionately about it one way or the other. They're very, if you looked at any ranking of jobs nationally, if you polled every college football coach, every college football insider, everyone, they're going to be very close to each other on that list. They're somewhere in the top 25, both of those jobs, probably borderline top 20. They're going to be 17 and 18, 16 and 19, whatever it is. It's a good debate to have, and it's a good question to ask because it's very close between those two jobs. I don't understand. People that get emotional about it and act like one is so much better than the other. They're very similar. They're both really good jobs. Auburn's been way more successful the last 13 years. Tennessee was more successful before that. All of these things can be true. They're just very similar jobs.
3: Let's dive in more.
0: Yes. Oh, and Godfrey's going to have more on the Tennessee job tomorrow.
3: There's a line that he wrote that deserves some delving into. uh, It's going to be context.
4: item zero with Stephen Godfrey tomorrow. Absolutely. Yeah. Guys, it's been a fun
0: show. Where is Alan? Can Alan pop in here? You mind getting him Duke for us? Duke Turnbow? In the meantime, boys, show it's with a the...
3: pleasure working with you guys every day.
0: It really is. Uh, I echo that. Alan, grab a microphone for us. Midday 180 season ticket holder. Alan Ditto has been uh, gracious enough to be one of our hosts here, along with uh, Martina and John, who are back in the room. Thank you guys so much. This has been a real treat for us. You listen to the show daily.
4: I do. Whether this, it's live or podcast, when
0: we call, when we put the call out for 180, uh, the mobile studio let us in because they wouldn't let us into our own studio. So we wanted to do things out from you know our home studios.
4: Sure.
0: You were among those that stepped up. Thank you so much. It oh, means man. a ton to us that we're able to do this today.
4: We were so pumped. I've been looking forward to me and John have been looking forward to this day for well since it all got handled. You know, so it's it's uh, it's been a blast.
0: John slept about as long as Kirby did last night, about 3 hours. He was so excited for tonight
4: for tonight for today's show. Uh, big, by the way, savvy move by John and Martina yeah. after Martina's interview to sneak into the other room to avoid
3: oh, Kirby Allen Kirby. Kirby. Yeah. Yeah.
4: That's where you know that <laughs> they're very smart.
0: Here. Yeah, yeah, at Blackbird. yeah absolutely. smart people
3: here. Smart.
0: JT, thank you Schaefer, thank you for making the show happen. We are back at it tomorrow. Check out blackbirdstudio.com for more information on the academy, blackbirdacademy.com and for rentals and everything else. If you just want to see the room we're sitting in, blackbirdstudio.com for more info on Studio C. Back at it tomorrow starting at 9 a.m., midday 180 delivered by Edley's Barbecue.
3: Kirby, bad news. They've rejected your application. (laughs) Don't block the box. Do lock the locks. See ya.